Blog Talk Radio. My name is Raina Starr. With me, as always, is the incomparable Star Bustamante. Take a bow, Star. <laughs> hey. The 415, the 415 is brought to you by Desperate House Witches and the amazing Wild Hunt. Please check out wildhunt.org. Give it all your support. It is the pagan paper of record. Please also note that on the 415, we give a lot of opinions, and they belong to us and no one else. So anything you hear is not a reflection on wildhunt.org. Just our opinions. But we have some ground to cover today, don't we? First thing we'd like oh. to talk about, we'd like to send a sh- let's, let's send that shout-out of love to all of our friends and family and everyone who was affected by Ida. Ooh, Ida, honey, you tore up New York, something fierce. Louisiana, all kinds of places are underwater. Wow. I mean, I've never seen, except one time, and I'm almost 60, only one time in my life have I ever seen uh, the subway close in New York. I mean, literally, you can't take a train. That's, That's only happened in my recollection one previous time. Oh, and before I forget, um, there is cursing and swearing on this broadcast, so you're, you've been given the heads up. But we just wanted to send our, our best wishes, love, and energy to all the folks affected out there by this horrific storm. I mean, just devastation. We, you know, one of the writers that we know lost everything, house, everything. So, Katrina, sending you some love and some healing energy in your situation. And there's countless people that we don't know who are suffering from this horrible devastation. Well, it's been, uh, I mean, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, first of all, Louisiana, I mean, this is like one of the worst storms to ever hit. Um, And I think it's important to note that just, you know, the day before, kind of like, they were they were completely unprepared for this to become a cat four, um, and it stayed a cat four for quite a while, like it's hours and hours. Uh, it sat on top mm-hmm. of New Orleans for twelve hours, and uh, with seriously damaging winds, and uh, you know ma- uh, major flooding. Although the levees did hold this time, but I mean it's it's going to be weeks and weeks and maybe a month or more before power is completely restored to all of, all of New Orleans. But um, as if that were, wasn't um, horrific enough, I mean, like, if you look at the impacts from what happened in, in New York yesterday, I mean, last night I was uh, sitting just kind of watching what was happening uh, via social media and on Twitter, I was seeing, you know, there were there were t- actual tornado warnings for New York City. Um, yeah. And then, mm-hmm. like like the reports of the flooding, I mean, people were stranded all over all over the city because of uh, subway uh, stations being flooded, and so they they couldn't get yeah. anywhere. Um, apparently, the the death count at this point is um, twenty eight people. In uh, in three states is is, is mm-hmm. what what I'm seeing uh, at the moment. Um, I mean it, it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. I mean people were stranded all over the place in New York City. Um, I was hearing a story um, just a little while ago that uh, oh I'm sorry it's now been updated now 29 dead. Uh, you know yeah. massive flooding in in Philadelphia. Uh, you know. Uh, New York City hit a new record for the amount of rain, like uh, yeah. over three inches an hour. I mean, like they said, I think 10 inches of rain 
uh, yeah. in, 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 in just, a, uh, just a few hours. I mean, that's extraordinary. Anybody that doesn't believe climate change is real um, is just is just insane. Um, yeah, so like all across the um, from Philadelphia all the way up into Connecticut, uh, mm-hmm. there were you know they got six to eight inches, and then the hourly record for Manhattan was uh, three point one five inches. In an hour, in an hour, three inches yeah. of water. I mean, yeah. you think, well, three inches of water isn't that much. I can assure you that it, it is, is a lot of water in it, when it's everywhere. The total so far, what I'm seeing here is that it was uh, over seven inches of rain that fell in, in New York City, um, which is the fifth highest daily amount that they've ever had. Um, I would I mean, just like for a second... For a second, I'd like folks to to stop what they're doing for a minute and remember that if you are standing in a puddle of three inches, it is covering your entire foot and creeping up your ankle. That's one hour. This went on for several hours, okay? So think about your house standing in knee-deep water for the average person or just under your knee. Think about the devastation that would wreck in your house, okay? So I just want people to have a little bit of a, of a, a reference point of, because when you hear three inches, it sounds minute. Um, but when you think about that in one hour and then you add another hour and another hour and another hour, um, you can't move fast enough to save your belongings. It's just not going to happen. No, you so, can't. You, you, you really, you can't. Yeah. And, I, I mean, well, and plus I think it's um, it's misleading to think of just, you know, I mean, when you're talking about three inches in a glass or, you know, in one area, but we're talking mm-hmm. about three inches everywhere, and uh, you had, you know, you start talking, I mean, they're saying seven inches for for the city, um, yep. You know, that means rivers out of their banks and, and, and everything else. Yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty extraordinary, really. Um, yeah, it's, so, a, it's a lot harder to walk through seven inches of water than you think. It sounds like a small amount, but believe me, if you've ever had a leak in your basement or, or something similar where you ha- were trying to put buckets under a leaky roof, Imagine no buckets anywhere, <laughs> and it's just coming in. Um, it's scary. It's very scary. I'm sure there's going to be property damage, millions and millions of dollars in damages. There's just no way around it. Um, I was A friend of mine posted pictures last night uh, from Staten Island, the expressway, and the water was so high there was no driving. I mean, just cars, just cars stopped because they could not go anywhere. Could you imagine like trying to get home and not knowing where you're going to sleep because you got trapped outside without even a car? I mean, there's no place for you to go that's that's safe. It's terrifying. I can't even imagine. I feel horrible for everybody who's suffering right now, and so many people are. Well, and please keep those folks in your thoughts. Absolutely, and uh, and I think it's also important to point out that I mean, this is typically New York does not get this kind of weather uh, like that. They they don't they don't get seven inches of rain, or even you know, on average. you know, three inches an hour is just pretty extraordinary. So, um, and unfortunately, uh, we're going to see more and more of these these types of events. Uh, I was listening to NPR this morning as I was uh, heading in to, to work for a bit, and they were the they said, you know, as these events become more normal, and my my first thought was, this is not normal, um, and no. um, we need to not not normalize it. It is 
it may become more common, but it is not normal to have uh, that the kind of weather that we've had over the course of the last you know few weeks here. I mean, we had Fred, sure, you know, we had and we had Ida, and there's something else cooking up in the Gulf. I'm I'm not I don't know if that's gonna have an impact or not, but none of this is normal. So I just want to be really clear. It is not normal for New York City to get uh, seven inches of, of rain at a pop. Not normal at all. It, speaking of things that aren't normal, I don't know. <laughs> the rule of law, I mean, what a segue. Texas is killing me. I I I just I can't even bring myself to think about the ramifications, but we're all going to have to because repressive voting laws are bad enough, and repressive voting laws are pretty fucked. Okay, I think oppressive is the word you're looking for. Uh, it's well, it's insanity. It's- well, it's regressive and uh, and it's and it's it's pretty insane. Um, so, for anyone who's maybe you know, I don't know, been living underground for the last twenty four hours. Um, so, uh, let's let's unpack this a little bit. Um, All right. So, so let's start with what they what they wanted to do. Okay. So apparently. They they want to limit the ability to request and, and secure an abortion once you have hit the six week mark. Now there, in my history it's Oh now it's a heartbeat bill. bill. Okay. No, so they, they've been they've been trying to pass heartbeat bills all over the place and have been shot down. Uh, and what that right. means is that when you can first hear a heartbeat uh, with a uh, within a pregnancy, you know, from the fetus, is at about six weeks. <laughs> so, Which is when uh, most women figure out that they might be pregnant a lot of the time. It's it's difficult to know if it's merely a skipped period prior to that. Well. A lot of women don't don't even know it's six weeks. I mean, the, it's most common for for a woman to know about the eighth or ninth week. Um, you know, because I mean, a lot of things can cause you to miss a, miss a, having a, having a period. You you know, stress, uh, anxiety, worry. I mean, any of that. Lots of you know, if you if you're if you're training. I mean, women who are who are seriously training. You know, as an athlete. Um, you know, it's not unusual for them to not to not have have regular periods at all. Um, there's all kinds of medication that can cause you to to to, to miss having a period. Um, so there, I mean, it's, there's more than one reason that a woman might miss a period. Um, and it, and it's you know, but and here's a shocker. Here's a shocker. You you can be on all kinds of birth control and still and still get pregnant. <laughs> so not only that. But I was I had my period every month for my first pregnancy. I didn't miss a period. We didn't know I was pregnant until five months because I kept losing weight and gaining baby. So there was not a whole lot of um, obvious change at first because the trade-off seemed to be one for one, and I was still having a period every month. So my only suggestion that makes any kind of sense is to lay in a huge stock of morning after pills and you know (laughs) it's going to cut down the sex life that's just what i'm seeing i'm already hearing about it from younger folks it's like we already stopped fucking now you want to make sure we never fuck again come on i mean seriously younger folks are not the way we were back in the 70s and the 80s where we knew that it wasn't a birth control method, but we knew the option was there if we got in trouble, okay? We knew we had an option if everything went wrong. Condoms break, 
I got pregnant on the pill. I mean, everything that can go wrong might go wrong. So it is a last resort. Nobody goes in to get an abortion like, woohoo. That is, it's not a decision people make in a joyful manner, or I don't believe a light manner. It, it is something that is necessary. I'm, and I, you know, the people who are against it, you don't have to have one. But it's not your right to limit what another person does with their body. Listen, I'll never need another abortion. But I care about the people behind me who might. And I think we all need to remember that there are generations coming after us who are going to need this option if everything goes wrong, because sometimes everything does go wrong. Well, that is very true. And, uh, but this isn't just about uh, – I want to be really clear here on the impact of this, because mm-hmm. this, is not, this is not just about uh, abortion – uh, right. One of the one of the, I mean, there's some there's so many layers to this. It's going to take a little bit to unpack here. Um, yes. First, first of all, so let's say that you have a miscarriage, and you needed a DNC, which is essentially yep. what uh, the procedure that is done. Uh, when an abortion is performed, but it's not the only reason that a DNC is done. Right. And for for Correct. those of our our, our our listeners who might have very tender ears, um, I'm going to be talking in a little bit of detail about what a DNC involves. Um, so yep. if you're squeamish or have difficulty hearing about women's body parts, I suggest you turn away. Um, mm-hmm. in, in essence. A DNC is they go in and either scrape or vacuum out the the lining of the of the uterus, um, and right. it's, it's done it's done for a number. That's the very simple. I am not I am not a medical doctor, nor do I play one on TV. So there's just a bare bones uh, explanation for uh, how that process works. And I have had it for a reason, having nothing to – and I had to have a DNC, and my doctor suggested a second one, and, and it has absolutely nothing to do with pregnancy necessarily. Uh, my doctor found that I was bleeding excessively uh, and couldn't mm-hmm. stop, and it was from a thickening of the uterine lining. And that was the yeah. only thing happening in my person. But he said, you need this procedure, a DNC. Mm-hmm. And then when the bleeding started up again, he said I needed yet another one. And I said, how many times will I have to have this done? And he said, if this situation continues, you will continue to need to have it. So if they are limiting mm-hmm. my ability to have this procedure, I could get very, very sick. Well, so for a woman who has a failed pregnancy um, or mm-hmm. a miscarriage and they mm-hmm. don't get and they need this procedure done, uh, the next mm-hmm. thing that happens is that they end up uh, with an infection a lot of times and it can yep. kill them. Um, but the other yep. interesting thing here is that in trying to prevent this procedure from being performed, um, Women who develop uh, an infection from a miscarriage can be left unable to carry a child to term uh, due to right. scarring. Um, yep. So the impact of this law is because it places caregivers, uh, you know, doctors, anybody who helps a woman to get an abortion after six weeks. Uh, in the crosshairs of being sued. So doctors are going to be less willing to perform what should be a routine procedure, and it's going to put the lives of, of, you know, potentially millions of women at risk. Um, 
So, I mean, so, so there's that layer. Now, also included in this darling of a bill um, that they have passed, it allows for anyone, because they knew that it would not, um, that it would not stand if it were up to law enforcement to enforce this law, because it's unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, so basically, anyone anywhere in the United States can sue someone that they believe has helped or aided and abetted someone who has sought, uh, you know, who has, has helped someone get an abortion. So think about that for a minute. Uh, it is going to be an absolute clusterfuck for the courts. In addition to people who are going to try to bring lawsuits against doctors and facilities and possibly, I mean, like even an Uber driver, the way the law is written, like if you call an Uber driver and, uh, have them take you to an appointment where someone believes that you received this procedure, that Uber driver could also be named in the suit. Um, you know, if your neighbor takes you to the doctor, um, they could be, they could be liable. Um, you know, let's, let's say that you have a woman who is, uh, who is much further along and has every intention of keeping her pregnancy. And you see a pregnant woman go into a Planned Parenthood and she's very pregnant. And then let's say she's your neighbor and you live close to the Planned Parenthood. And so you see her go to Planned Parenthood um, and then you see her a week later and she is no longer pregnant. Whether you know anything about what her circumstances are, you can you can bring suit against Planned Parenthood and allege that they have that they that they uh, you know performed an illegal abortion. So I mean the ramifications for this law are are absolutely horrific. In addition to and there's no how it is, and it sounds okay, but it sounds like this is not evidence based. It it sounds like. You can just say whatever the fuck you want at any given point without any real evidence of what's happening and and throw a lawsuit. Is that is that what I'm hearing? I am reading this correctly and 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 not only not um not, uh, not only do I not play am I not an attorney nor do I play one on TV. You know, I mean, I, right. I'm not a doctor and I'm not a liar. If my reading of this is, is correct, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 what it looks like to me, um, is that, that basically anyone can sue, you know, well, I mean, you can sue anyone for any reason anyway. Now, the courts may take a look at it and say, yeah, I don't think so, that, you know, then it becomes, you know, where, whether or not it has standing or not for um, for it to be a viable lawsuit. But the people this is going to hurt most is going to be people who who do not have have um, have means, right? Um, right. So anyone who who is not uh, who who does not have uh, you know easy access to to healthcare. Who does not have enough money to go to another state? You know, I mean, right. Mi- right. middle and upper class white women are are not at risk here because because they can hop on a plane and go somewhere else. Now, I don't know. Depending on 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 the way this this is is written, um, can if she gets on a plane and goes to another state in order to have. <laughs> Have have an abortion? Can they sue the airline? I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not really I'm not really sure um, 
how that's going to work out. But the one thing I can assure you is not only is this going to have horrible impact for women, not just in the state of Texas, because I can assure you that as with previous previous heartbeat bills that have have been shot down, what what you're going to see is uh, a blueprint of this bill probably making it through uh, states that are uh, GOP-led. And in the end, this will be knocked down simply because it's unconstitutional. And unless they are going to overturn Roe v. Wade, this bill is unconstitutional. Um, and it, and it right. sets up a huge, um, it, it sets up, a, you know, kind of a constitutional crisis because they're saying yeah. that Texas, Texas law supersedes uh, federal law, which cannot be. Uh, in the end, this will get sorted out. But the damage that it is going to do in the interim is, is going to be horrific. Um, yeah. And it's, it's not it's, just that. It, it's not just it, – and, and women's health care being impacted is, is part of it, of course. My fear, okay, is that the alt-right, the extreme Trump supporter, the extreme QAnon – will develop this idea of vigilante justice and just start doing terrible things and taking people, uh, you know, basically, yeah, vigilante justice and and start going after doctors and providers and hospitals. And I think we're going to see a whole, if this continues, if this is allowed to stand and spreads to other locations, which, I will be honest with you, although I think you had told me earlier that 70% of Americans support right to choose, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, this, this hideous cloud, these, you know, extreme Trump appointees, and, and we knew this was going to happen, which is why we did so much uh, talking about the vote in 2016, we said, you know, president, you can like one, hate the other, hate both, doesn't matter. Keep your eye on the Supreme Court. We have always said this is about laws. This is about the Supreme Court. Well, for those folks who didn't listen, this is the wages of of that sin. For the third-party voter who didn't like Hillary or the person who sat it out because I don't like either, um, this is what happens. Laws will be made that you don't agree with, and you will be stuck, and you will have no one to blame but yourself. Okay? I'm not saying either side is, is perfect. Absolutely not. Democrats have tons of issues. Liberals have tons of issues. Republicans have tons of issues. However, I've only seen one party go so far to restrict the rights of the people. That is not both sides. I will not entertain that argument. Maybe that's just me. But this is the result, is it not? When you, when you don't pick the side that closer aligns with you, you wind up with these kinds of justices on the court. Listen, John Roberts is not a liberal, but he does believe in the law. And you now see a situation where the, the right uh, the right appointees, quote-unquote, you know, Republican uh, appointees, are so hardcore to the right and fundamentalism that we have no chance, except if Robert stands with us, and that's not going to be enough because the court is now much more demagogue, much more arcane, much more... Um, fundamentalist that's who that's and trump told you that that was who he was going to appoint before he ever got elected so the fact that you thought he was lying or kidding or whatever obviously he was not he told us exactly who he was and what he was going to do and he did it yeah well 
yeah, there, there's no question that allowing uh, Trump to appoint as many justices as he did was going to mm-hmm. be bad for the um, for anyone who who believes in 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 the law and yeah. was going to make the Supreme Court much more conservative. Um, yeah. So uh, I want to go. You're, you're, I mean, you're absolutely. I mean, this is one of the consequences of having uh, Trump elected and being allowed to appoint judges, especially. I mean, uh, Barrett should never have been uh, allowed to be appointed. Uh, they wouldn't let Obama appoint uh, Merrick Merrick Garland. Garland. Yep. Yep. Uh and that and that was ten months before the election and Barrett was pushed through just weeks. So um that aside, I wanna go back to this uh to this Texas bill because one of the one of the provisions in it allows for the person bringing the suit to be um awarded ten thousand dollars if they're successful. Uh so what you're going to, you know, this has the potential to basically create a kind of bounty hunter situation with people from, because anyone anywhere can bring a suit. Now, it does have to be filed, you know, in, uh, in a Texas court of law, but basically anyone can, you know, if they're successful in, in their suit now, of course, you know it's too early yet to have even seen if any of these have have been, uh, you know, the, what the outcome is going to be. We don't we don't know yet, um, and it's, right. it's still it's there's still other avenues that that might, uh, in the long term, limit this horrible right. law. Well, because I am concerned about the vigilante justice aspect of it, as I mentioned earlier. I mean, the idea that you can make money for turning somebody in on a hunch or a personal decision freaks the shit out of me. And listen, I have a lot of friends that I love in Texas. I actually, every time I've been to Texas, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a lovely state. There are lovely people who live there, but this frightens me in a way well, that I have not been frightened before. Well, you should be frightened. We should all be – well, no, you shouldn't be frightened. You should be concerned. Um, you know, I, I'm i not sure exactly what, what, the, what the parameters uh, on this – on the Texas law is there's there's a lot uh, and as I said I am not a lawyer uh, but I have right. already seen from attorneys that I uh, that I follow and that I respect on Twitter mm-hmm. saying that you know basically uh, this is gonna this is gonna clog the court both with with you know suits and also. Um, legal matters that will try to prevent these, you know, bounty hunting and, you know, so this is going to be across, across the board. Now, uh, excuse me. Uh, Of course. So, so the other thing that I think that, that you have to, you have to add into the mix here is that the courts are already there. I mean, they're still backed up from, been you know shut down for you know six weeks uh you know and then trying to sort out uh, you know how do we how do we do this uh you know if we're going to try to do things remotely because you know you have a right to confront your accuser uh you know in person does Zoom qualify for that i mean so there was there was all of this that really bogged all the courts down everywhere um so there's still a backlog of, of cases, um, and yeah. so this is just this is just going to make it e- even even worse. But I I think that 
you know, there are a couple of things. Uh, there are a couple of things going for us uh, in, in all of this. Um, one of the things, well, first of all, the fact that uh, <laughs> Sosa Meyer had some uh, really, uh, really strong wording and hard dissent. Uh, this is this is part of of, of her dissent that, that she wrote. The court's order is stunning. Presented with an application to enjoin a flagrantly unconstitutional law engineered to prohibit women from exercising their constitutional rights and evade judicial scrutiny, a majority of justices bury their heads in the sand. And then she goes on to say, because the court's failure to act rewards tactics designed to avoid judicial review and inflicts significant harm on the applicants and on the women seeking abortions in Texas. I dissent. Yep. Um, yep. You know, and, and there's, I mean, the the White House and the Department of Justice are uh, very much uh, concerned about this. Uh, justice uh, Roberts, who's the chief justice on the Supreme Court, said uh, that he would have blocked at least temporarily the law from, from going into effect uh, in order right. to give the lower courts, uh, you know, adequate time Chance. to hear and decide, uh, quote, right. whether a state can avoid responsibility for its laws uh, by essentially delegating enforcement uh, to the populace at large. So this is a huge, huge rub here. And just to, you know, so basically uh, advocates for uh, abortion rights had filed late last week for an emergency appeal that was supposed to be heard uh, before the, the Fifth Circuit of Appeals, and then they canceled that hearing, uh, which was, you know, scheduled on whether or not they would they would block the law and they canceled it, which is also some you know some fuckery. Uh, so yes. I mean, all of this is I mean, it's, it, this is not how things are supposed to work at all. Um, Biden and Nancy Pelosi both have have said that uh, you know they have every intention of uh, doing whatever they can to make sure that women have access to adequate health care. Yeah. Biden said, I mean, like literally said that it, quote, unleashes unconstitutional chaos, end quote. Um, I agree. That that they're going to be Yeah, that they're going to be looking for ways uh, to to counteract this. Uh, Pelosi said that that they would be um, taking up legislation uh, to codify access to abortion uh, mm-hmm. when Congress goes back into session uh, at the end of this month or the, later this month. Uh, and there is the Women's Health Protection Act, which is which has been you know on the table for for a while now, and it will undoubtedly pass in the House. But it could, you know, it's going to be a lot harder to pass in the Senate, which is pretty divided. However, if all of this sounds really terrible, um, I'm not going to lie to you. It is. It is. It's very it terrible. Is. It's it's awful. Um, it's and it, and it's just uh, yeah, it's fuckery to the nth degree. Um, mm-hmm. However, when you consider yeah. that, you know. Seventy percent of Americans support Roe v. Wade, and not only yeah. that, but even probably a larger percentage support the foundation block for Roe v. Wade because that involves the right to privacy. Um, Correct. If this is allowed to stand for very long, what is going to happen is that there is going to be political fallout from this for the very people who have been pushing for it. So 
while yep. in the in, in the in the short term and the interim, it, it is not going to be good for uh, for women. It's not good for women's reproductive rights. It's not good for you know the medical industry. It's not good for the courts. It might be very good for the midterms, actually, because, um, you know, Texas has really kind of gone off the rails in in the last few months, and they Mm -hmm. have written some of the most insane laws that, I I mean, it's, it's it's pretty unreal. Okay, so here are just a few that um, that okay. I picked out for your for your oh, listening before pleasure. You, before you do that, I just want to remind folks really quickly before we do that uh, to please check out wildhunt.org. Give it all your support. Membership is not even a little expensive. It only takes a minute. Go become a sustaining member. It is the pagan paper of record. We need to support it. We need to have it. Okay, thank you, wildhunt.org. Go ahead, please. <laughs> thank you for that lovely endorsement. Um, thank you. So, so they passed a law about homeless camps. Um, and, you know, if you've, if you've been anywhere, there are more and more homeless people all over the place. And now that the... Um, eviction moratorium has been lifted. Uh, There are going to be a whole lot more of them. But Texas passed House Bill 1925, which makes camping in an unapproved public place a misdemeanor and punishable punishable by a $500 fine. But guess what? Houston already already, um, had a homeless camp ban in place so i mean it's like this is like they they who needed to do that um they also have passed um house bill nine which uh protesters who block any road or freeway and prevent emergency uh, vehicles from passing or block hospital entrances will now face felony charges rather than than uh a misdemeanor and uh what basically it's punishable by by up to two years in prison um critical race theory which for oh, those God, of you who go. yeah i know i'm 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 opening that can so okay. they have uh, they have passed a law that teachers are now limited on how they discuss certain historical events race and racism in the classroom. The law bans discussions over critical race theory, which, as we've mentioned in the past, um, is not something that is ever even really, I mean, that's more college-level discussion. It is not something that happens (laughs) at the, the, you know, kindergarten level. At grade school. Um, Yeah, it doesn't happen like that. Yeah, so they cannot discuss critical race theory or even the idea that some people are inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. Okay. What? And and uh, and no roundup of idiotic Texas laws would be complete without the law that they passed about the national anthem. Professional sports teams in Texas are now required to play the national anthem regardless of players' opinion on the symbolism of, of, the, of the song. Those that do not follow the law risk losing millions of dollars in state and local tax subsidies. Uh, yeah. Can you fuckers secede now? I have an idea, Texas. You wanted to leave anyway. Fucking go. You know what? <laughs> I'll help you build I'll help you build the wall around you. Texas has wanted to secede from the union for a really long time. I'm now thinking, let's go ahead. No, and and I'll tell you why. Okay. They have have continued to, you know, to pass uh, laws that restrict voting. Uh, you know that that happened uh, last month as well. Um, You know, they are restricting access. 
practicing their their oppressive yeah. and, and and restrictive uh, <laughs> voting voting rights, which is hilarious voting rights. Um, right. So yeah. you know, and there's still some question as to whether or not those. Um, you know, those those Democrats will will actually be arrested and, and charged with, with uh, you know. But so all of this is going on. But the thing that's really important to know here is that Texas, first of all, is a really big fucking state. It's a huge state. And yeah. it's becoming more and more blue. It is, you know, I, it is, well, it is, it is, it is now purple. There are there are lots and lots of companies that have moved moved to Texas on the promise of, you know, that it's a great place to to do business. It's a great place to live. It's a, you know, it's a great place to send your kids to school. Yada yada yada. Um, and Texas is, you know, pretty dependent on these businesses that have moved there. So, uh, you know, how do you think all this is going to fly? I'm thinking it's probably not going to fly very good. And they can, you know, sure, they can gerrymander the vote. They can repress the vote. Yeah. And in in the short term, yeah, they're probably going to get what they want. But, you know, so I think you have to look at it from the point that, yeah, we may have lost the battle, but um, when it comes to the actual war, we will win because, the, as I have said many, many times, the American people are some of the most belligerent people on the face of the planet. As we have, as we have seen throughout all of this pandemic, with people, you know, going crazy over masks or whatever, you know, the left-leaning side of the country—they're not immune from this shit. Okay, they're just as crazy as the other half. I know. Well, not just that. It's a different crazy. Crazy, yes. A little bit different crazy. I agree. They're every bit as belligerent. So there is going to be a political price to pay for this, you know, sooner or later. Uh, I mean, provided we don't end up living, uh, you know, under uh, authoritarian rule in in the interim. And I I don't think that, that we will because I think that, People are going to be willing to stand in line. This is just going to galvanize the left more than ever. People, you know, think back to the presidential election and how many people said, oh, Trump is going to win. You know, uh, it's all doom and gloom. We can't can't win this. Um, But we did. I don't know about that aspect, but the fact of the matter is, is that, in retrospect of what happened, a lot of us still absolutely believe it was too fucking close. I'm sorry. Well, it was too close. I mean, there shouldn't have been any, you know, any contest. Contest. I mean, it should have been no contest. Exactly. Right. Um, but I think that if you if the if the turnout was high for the presidential election. Because yeah. what we've seen, okay, so, you know, here in North Carolina, we have our own fucking idiot, Madison Cawthorn, right, who got elected over a decorated veteran, um, you know, like, you know, which that's a whole, that's a whole other story. But, but the point is that there's a direct cause and effect here. And I think yeah. that you, we're going to see – a bigger turnout for the midterms than, than than what we've seen previously, and I think just like you know, people were willing to stand in line for friggin' days if that's what it took in, in Atlanta to vote. And I don't think it's I don't think the midterms are going to be any different, except that I think it's going to be even more widespread. You know, if you if you can't walk into um, you know, if you can't drop your ballot off, you can't mail your ballot off, you can't get a, you know, uh, I mean, because they restricted everything. Um, although yeah. they still, it was not as bad as, as it could have been, it, believe, it or not, believe that or not. Um, right. So I, I think that people are going to, they're going to turn out in droves and they need to, they have to. Because if we keep allowing these people to get, 
to get voted in, we're going to get more of the same or worse. But also, yeah, the amount of uh, misinformation that is being proliferated, uh, you know, not just on social media by by you know. <clears throat> Faux news organizations like you know O and On and uh, you know which is one American news network um, and uh, and some of these other fringy kind of outlets that that are popular online, but also you know fucking Sinclair Broadcasting, uh, Fox News, you know um, they are all. I mean. You know, I live in a market that the only local station is is a Sinclair station. Did they wow. do any real investigative reporting on Madison Cawthorn? Well, fuck no, they didn't. You know, they did some lame ass. Oh, well, some people people are saying this or that, but they didn't really they didn't put any hard, really hard questions to him. They didn't, you know, dig in. Um, and that's what's got to happen. And we, as you know citizens of this country have got to demand, you know, accountability from not just our elected officials, but from our news media. Uh, they have got to be held accountable. I mean, I, I write I news. I, if I wrote mm-hmm. some of the shit that has passed for news that I've seen from, I mean, we would be barbecued. It, yeah. it, would, be, it would be the end of us, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. we have got we've got to stand up and we have we've got to hold uh people accountable uh, across if if you're in a position of authority whether you're uh a newspaper a TV station an elected official or somebody who is a leader in your community elected or not and you're mm-hmm. proliferating bullshit then yep. it's going to be up to all of us to say I don't think so. Maybe we need a law where we can just sue, you know, <laughs> we need a $10,000 lawsuit thing for, like, the abortion law for people who spread misinformation. What about that? You know, and, and no. I, um, well, that, I think there the is room out there for, for, for journalistic malpractice, and I think it should be exercised. I mean, you can't... You know, the whole thing about you can say whatever you want should be couched in the assumption that someone is telling the truth. If you're allowed to just lie, then we're all fucking liars. Words mean something where they don't, and it seems like now they don't. And that's not a good place for anyone to be or any state or any nation or any group, even in a one-on-one relationship. If words don't mean anything, then you have nothing. We've got to get back to the point where words actually mean something. I agree. Well, I mean, I think that they do mean mean something, and I think that uh, by and large, you know, we do have have viable uh, news outlets that are trustworthy. I mean, you know, we have the AP, we have Reuters, we have... Um, you know, yeah, they're they're kind of the gold standard, um, but yeah. even as someone who writes news stories, I don't just go with one source. I verify it with multiple sources, and that's what everyone sure. should be doing. You know, before you go right. posting that stupid ass article all over social media, whatever is your flavor that you like, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. Um, oh, and I have to tell you, okay, so here's here's something hilarious in, in the in the lighter end uh, on, on this. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the, um, apparently TikTok, uh, they, they set up, uh, they set up a website where you can uh, where you can report, it's an anonymous tip line in 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 Texas to report, you know, a, a illegal abortions being uh, being you know being if, there, if you see one or you know about one you can report it anonymously. Right. And uh, as of last night, 
or early this uh-huh. morning, TikTokers were spamming the tip line uh, by sending Shrek <laughs> memes. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, uh, let let us not underestimate the you know the people that this is is going to affect the most. Are yeah. you know, the, there's no telling how they're going to push back. Um, so I don't think you know. I, I think it's easy to to doom scroll, and I mean, you look at what's going on with the environment. You look at what's going on politically. You look at what's going on sure. in the fucking state of Texas, <clears throat> the Supreme Court. Yes, it's it's bad, but I also I can remain hopeful because I beyond. All else, I believe in the belligerence of the American people, and every now and then we get it right. So, um, right. you know, we'll just have to wait and see what what comes next. But I, I don't think this law is not going to stand, but it's going to be a while before it's challenged. Right. I agree. I agree. And for that, I am trying to have hope for the future. I mean, I, the bombardment of constant negativity gets to us all at some point. I had a very bad bout of it this week. I've actually had a bad bout of it for the last couple of weeks. So I'm very grateful to my co-host for saying, hey, it's not 100% doom and gloom. There are things that can change. So I'm very appreciative uh, to you for that because where there's life, there's hope. And if you start wallowing like I have, it's a hard hole to dig out of because it just all seems like shit. It's not. It's not. There, no, it, while it's things not. may look bad right now for certain aspects of our lives, know that there are good people putting in a good fight and should we be called upon to help, then we must step up and help. And when it comes to the midterm elections, guys, you know this from the Obama years, you know this from the Trump years, it is so important to stay engaged even when it is a non-presidential election year. It's serious all the time. It is our duty to stay in the fight with folks and make sure that we are doing our part and don't ignore um, the midterm elections. They are so, so important. So you are absolutely correct. But And I, I want to throw this in here real quick. Uh, um, yes. First of all, of course. don't wait for somebody to ask for help. If you have an opportunity to help somebody, especially if you live in the state of Texas, or even if you don't, right. um, and you know somebody that is that needs help Something. with uh, yeah. with with getting access to uh, to health care for whether it's for an abortion or whatever, don't you know? Uh, they're going to be fun set up all over. I saw last night right. dozens of attorneys saying, you know, if if you are, you know, if if you get hit with one of these suits, call me. I will I will represent you pro bono. So I mean, so so there are resources out out there. Be watching for you know for more of these funds to pop up. As always, you want to vet it and verify it. But there are going to be lots always. of ways that all of us can help. And when we get accurate infor- when we get accurate information that's been verified and vetted, we need to share that information. So absolutely, and rant. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. We are just about out. So on behalf of myself, I want to say thanks again for a, another month of the news. And on behalf of my wonderful co-host, what do you want to say, Star? I want to say that everybody should try to do something kind for someone else because there's just enough shitty people in the world that we don't need anymore. So uh, do something nice and kind for somebody. That's what I got. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's the word. Once again, please check out wildhunt.org. Give it all your support. And also, in addition to that, if you're able to help anybody going through the crisis with Ida, um, please, as Star said, vet first and then assist as you can. 
and we will see you all next month. Have a very happy and safe September. Please get vaccinated. Wash your hands. I mean, if you can get vaccinated, um, which most of us can, uh, I believe the only the only religion that says you can't are Jehovah's Witnesses. So if you folks are listening, please do the right thing, test and mask, um, and hopefully we will see you all next month. This is Rain and Star saying bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.